Happy New Year, everyone, and welcome to The Winning Trade. Before we get going, let's go over our disclaimer material. Let you know this presentation is for educational purposes only. We're not broker dealers or financial advisors, and we're not making any specific trade recommendations. Also, please be aware that your risk in trading options is substantial, and please make sure you are aware of all your risks prior to placing any trades. Also note that the trades and or results in this presentation are hypothetical computer simulated trades and or results. They're believed to be as accurately represented as possible, but keep in mind live results can vary from similar results for many different reasons. If this is your first experience with us, my name is John Locke from Locking Your Success LLC. I'm a trading performance, wealth, and success coach. Myself and my team of mentors are here to help you win in the markets and in life as well. And today, I have a very special winning trade episode for you. If you remembered the last winning trade episode, we talked about voting for the winning trade of the year for 2022. And one of the things we discussed about choosing the winning trade for the year is to decide which type of characteristics were most important to you as a trader. And we talked about overall performance, we talked about consistency of performance over time, and we talked about simplicity of execution on six different trading strategies. And we gave you a little bit of background on each strategy, and we gave you the opportunity to choose the winning trade of the year for 2022. So these were our contenders. We had the dependable M3.4U that put in a return of 76.8% trade for trade. And this is an overlapping strategy. So if you cut that in half to deal with the overlapping capital levels, we had a 38.4% return. We had the time-tested M3, which came back at 54.9% trade for trade. And the same thing with that strategy. We would need to cut those in half to represent the overlapping capital levels that we have from time to time. And then we had the Mighty Rock, which came in at 51.94%. This strategy was not an overlapping trade. Fantastic results for the year. We had our Viable X4 version 22 came in at 39.5% trade for trade, or 19.75 for uh, cutting that in half. We had the Bearish Butterfly that came in at 23.84% trade for trade, which if you cut that in half comes out right around 12. And then we had the bear strategy, which is a very simple, very dynamic strategy that came in at a whopping 42%. Very nice return on that very simple bear trading strategy. And if you go back to our last episode, you'll see we talked about which of these, what the win-loss ratio was on each strategy and, and gave you a little bit of other background on the strategies. So what we did is we tallied up the votes from all of our viewers, and we got a great response, so thank you for that. And the winner for 2022 winning trade of the year was the M3.4U strategy for the second year in a row. Now, the M3.4U was also a winning trade of the year for 2021, and in 2020, we had the ROCK strategy, which year over year tends to be our highest performing strategy, but it's certainly not the simplest. The dependable M3U, one of the things I love about this trading strategy, and a lot of our viewers love about this trading strategy, is it's very consistent, it is very dependable, it's fairly simple, and it's got really, really nice returns. It hits that balance just about right. So we really, really love this strategy. And I agree with you, uh, for winning trade of the year, I can't think of a better strategy than the M3.4U. Now, how close was the vote? Well, it was overwhelming for the M3.4U. 
So if we just go into the strategy uh, a little bit here, the M3 point for you is a somewhat bullish bias market neutral income strategy for the Russell 2000. It requires a minimum capital of $2,500 planned capital per trade. We recommend or suggest $5,000, but it can be done with as little as $2,500 per trade on the Russell 2000. The profit target is none. We don't have one, but generally we expect a good month to return about 10% of our planned capital, and we have an exit loss trigger of 10%. Now, how has this strategy performed over time? Let's take a look. So this is a back-tested example of closed trades starting with January 2011 expiration and going all the way till December 20, 2022 expiration. That's 11 years on $25,000 planned capital. And when you take a look at this, you can see it has a very high probability, has an outstanding win-loss metrics, and has great profitability over time. So when we take a look at the win rate of the strategy, and again, this is a non-subjective rule-based strategy, our win rate is 81% over 11 years, which is absolutely fantastic, but there are more important factors or metrics in win rate. Now, the M3.4U isn't our highest win rate strategy. Our highest win rate strategy is actually the Super Bowl, believe it or not. But there's other metrics that you do need to pay attention to that will give you a better idea of how the strategy is likely to perform over time and whether or not you can be able to trade it. So one of the things I love to look at is our average win versus our average loss. So our average win on the M3.4U is going to be $2,371 on our $25,000 planned capital. So that is what? That's 10%. That's pretty darn good for an average win. But what I like even better about this is our average loss is only $1,813. So what happens with a lot of trading strategies, especially market neutral positive theta type of trading strategies is you're going to have a, an average win of maybe $5,000 and you'll have an average loss of like $7,500 or one and a half times your average win. In other words, the average loss is substantially larger than the average win or fairly close to the average win. And those strategies, a lot of times you'll end up with multiple gains, but then you'll have one loss that'll wipe out multiple gains. Uh, here, you can tell that it's the opposite. We could take our average loss here, and we could make that money up in the next trade, and even more, it would be very fairly likely that we would do that. So that's one of the things I love the trading about the trading strategy. And what I like even better than that, if you go to the next metric, which is our largest win versus our largest loss, notice our largest loss in the strategy was $3,550. Now, you might say, well, that's more than our exit loss trigger. Right. We have an exit loss trigger here of $2,500, and there was one time in this 11-year time period where we lost $3,550. That's more than our exit loss trigger. Now, that's going to happen from time to time on any market-neutral strategy. We have implied volatility to deal with. We have execution to deal with. We have market caps to deal with, and sometimes you know, we're, we're near our stop loss or exit loss trigger, and then we're going to get a... You know, a bad move to the downside or something like that, or, or a big implied volatility shift or something like that, and we'll have to force our way out of the position. And we'll take one and a half or two times sometimes our exit loss trigger. I think this is a representation of that, right? This is you know, about one and a half times, maybe a little bit more than that of our exit loss trigger. That does happen from time to time. 
The problem on the other side, though, is when you win and you cut yourself off at the profit target and you have this situation where you're not able to make more than what your exit loss trigger is. That being the case, again, that can be a little bit problematic from time to time, especially if you take a couple of losses in a row and then it takes three, four trades, sometimes five trades to make up and get back to break even again. That can be problematic. I mean, for, from a financial standpoint, yes, but that's often more problematic from a psychology standpoint because psycho psychology-wise, you want to drop your size and you don't want to trade the trade anymore and all this other stuff when something like that happens. And even though the best thing to do would be to continue trading the same size, you don't really feel like doing it. It becomes problematic from a psychology standpoint. And a lot of times, people get thrown off track and off base with that. So with this strategy here, we have a little bit of a different dynamic. If you take a look at our largest win, it's $11,875 on $25,000 plan capital. That is getting close to 50%. That's 40-something percent of a gain, meaning that you could literally take more than two max losses in a row, and it's possible that you make, make that money back and more in the very next trade, which is really, really nice. Speaking of that, how many times does a trade t tend to lose in a row? How many times does the trade tend to win in a row? Well, we have that metric down here, which is our maximum consecutive winners and our maximum consecutive losers. So in the 11-year period, our maximum consecutive wins was 23 in a row. So if you think about that, that's almost two years without a loss. And our maximum consecutive losses were only two in a row. That's a very, very nice metric on the trade. And when you add all these up together, we have a very dependable, very consistent, very high probability trading strategy that does excellent over time. And you can see the type of equity curve that we have here is, uh, is absolutely fantastic. So that's one of the reasons that I love this strategy. And again, it's a pretty simple strategy that we can learn relatively quickly, rule-based, non-subjective. Winning trade of the year? Absolutely. So during the last winning trade episode, we talked about giving you an example of whatever trade happened to be the winning trade of the year, whether that was going to be a winning trade or a losing trade, and we would show you how this position's doing. Well, it just happens to turn out that we did the November winning trade, and that November winning trade we showed you on, the le on two episodes ago. So if you want to see the November expiration, M3.4U, you go back two episodes on the winning trade, and you should find it right there, and you can watch that November. We're going to go over December, which is a closed trade, and then we're also going to talk about our January trade, which is still open, and also our February trade, which is going on. So you're going to get an example of two full winning trades between the November expiration we had two episodes ago, the December expiration that we're going to show you this episode. You'll see how the January is doing, which we're deep into, and then you're going to find out how the February is doing as well. That's going to be, uh, I think, an awesome treat for you. Four consecutive trades in a row. And again, I didn't hand choose this. You guys chose this. You chose the winning trading strategy of 2022. So our examples here are going to be on a smaller plan capital than that chart I just showed you. This is going to be a $5,000 plan capital trade. So again, the M3.4U, somewhat bullish bias, market neutral income strategy for the Russell. As you know, by the way, the market's been going down quite a bit, or it went down quite a bit in 2022. 
still a fantastic year. So even though we're somewhat bullish, and we like to be somewhat bullish because the market generally, generally goes up most of the time, it's somewhat bullish, yet we're doing well in this bearish market that we've had since last year. Okay, so $2,500 per trade minimum. We talked about that, 5,000 recommended. Our example size is going to be 5,000 blend capital. No profit target, good month to be about 10% return. Like I said, on the November cycle, we had about 11%, which is pretty much normal for a good month. We have our exit loss trigger here, which is 10% of plant capital. And for our trade side the size, that is going to be $500. So let's take a look at our December M3.4U. Okay, so this is the setup. We are... 56 days to expiration on our December monthly cycle. It's Friday, October 21st, 2002. We have our put options down here. Our asset price is 1743. We're going to come in about 20 points under the money. That puts the short strikes at 1720. We're going to sell four of those because we're doing what we call a two lot. We're going to buy two 1660s. We're going, that's, that makes us a 60-point wing, and we're going to do two, usually, for the 40-point wing, right here. But when we do that, we're going to check our delta. If it's not within our parameters, we're going to widen our front wing out. So that was the case here. We ended up widening to a 50-point wing, making a 50-40 broken wing butterfly with the short strikes about 20 points under the money. And that is known as a broken wing butterfly. If you're going to trade these types of strategies, you want to do them in brokers that will trade butterflies. So you don't want to try to leg in and, and, or do one, one option strike at a time or uh, do one vertical at a time. You want to buy this as a broken wing butterfly, and they execute any, very well in any broker that specializes in these types, this type of trading. If you get into like some day trading brokers and so forth, they don't put the order in properly and it can be problems. So Thinkorswim is a very good for this. Interactive Brokers is very good for this. Uh, Tasty Trade or Tasty Works is uh, very good for this as well. So these are all brokers that specialize in this type of trading, and those are the ones that we would tend to recommend. And this is the setup. When we do that, we are going to have a expiration graph that looks like this. We have a T plus zero line that looks like we see here. Coming in here, this position has a delta of 1.67. Again, if you've seen past winning trades of the M3.4U, you kind of should understand this. And with execution costs coming in, we're down about $8. So with this strategy here, we have delta limits of positive four and minus three, and that's assuming that we're inside the tent, meaning we're within the structure here. If we go outside the long strike, then our delta limit changes to zero. Sometimes on some borderline calls, we might flip one way or the other, but um, generally that's what we're going to be doing here. Uh, we're going to adjust this by moving the upper long strike in and out, and if we get into a symmetrical butterfly to the downside, we're going to do. We're going to roll back. We're going to close the position and move it. Uh, other than that, if we don't hit our exit loss trigger, we're going to stay in this trade until expiration. So, let's see where this goes. So this is our entry. Again, we're 56 days to expiration. Let's go to our first adjustment here. 
This is our November position, by the way, which you'll see on the winning trade episode from two weeks prior or two episodes prior. Uh, I'm just going to go forward and come back to the right trade, which is here. And let me just go to next adjustment. So what happened here is we went from our entry date that was 56 days to expiration, and now we're 49 days to expiration. So we went uh, seven days, and the market went up quite a bit. And what ended up happening is uh, we're up $162, which is great. And our position has gone negative delta. Now, inside the tent, we said it was minus three. Outside the tent, we switched to zero. Or outside, I shouldn't say outside the tent. I should say outside the long strike. So that being the case, this is due for an adjustment. So our adjustment here on M3.4U is very, very simple. All we're going to do is we're going to do a vertical here, or we're going to check it in our analytical software to see what happens. So if we did a vertical here, that would bring us from minus 0.66 to 1.05, and that is within parameters. So uh, we're going to make that adjustment. One of the other things we want to watch with this trade is we want to watch our, app, our maximum capital. So uh, realistically, if an adjustment's going to put us over 4,000, we're going to cut that capital back by moving this long strike forward, uh, our other long strike a little bit higher. But here, we're perfectly fine. I also want to make a note, too, if our gamma gets too high, sometimes late in the trade, we will arbitrarily raise up this lower strike to flatten that down. I'm not sure if we have any example of that or not. We'll see as we go along. So that is our adjustment, nice and simple. And our new position is positive 1.05 delta, and it looks like this. So from here, let's just go to our next adjustment. I'm going to ignore the adjustment trades today so that we can come in and see what we look like. So this is an interesting day. We're up 103 points in the Russell. So that's got to be one of the largest up moves in history. So that's a very, very big move in the asset. We are once again negative delta. Our adjustment here is going to be take this long strike, and we're going to move it back and see what we have. We're under 4,000 capital if we do that, and our delta is now positive. So looking good, and we'll make that adjustment. I'll clear this off, and that's what that adjustment looks like. And let's move forward here. Let's see, we're 36 days to expiration. So let's go to next adjustment. What ends up happening is we continue to go up. Now, in this process, the price is moving back and forth. You can see the price is pretty choppy, actually. It's going back and forth, but we didn't hit any down adjustments. So we've been making, we've been hitting upside adjustment triggers. We haven't got, had to get kicked back or anything like that. And that's what that trade looks like. So, or that chart looks like. This is our trade. We're two positive delta. Our normal adjustment is to do this. But when we do that, it puts our capital up over our desired level of $4,000. And that being the case, we need to reduce our capital level. So the way we're going to reduce our capital level is to bring this here up. And that's, of course, going to make us more negative delta. And we're going to actually have to do two of these now. And if we do this adjustment, then we're up 
we're positive 1.19 delta. So that puts us right in parameters. So this is the adjustment we're going to make. And if I was going to do this, I would probably do it if I'm being completely non-subjective and I'm not kind of playing the execution game with direction or trying to leg into anything. I'm just going to do this as a condor order. I'll just sell this condor off and I'll end up being in my new position. And let's do that. And that puts us in a position where we are up $470, we're positive one delta, and we're riding right in here. Our capital level is good. So we have 24 days left in the position. So let's see where that goes for us. I'm going to just run this to the next adjustment, which is on November 30th. So on November 30th, what we have is we've gone negative delta once again. We're up $585. We're going to look at moving this back. That's going to give us too much capital. So we're going to need to move this forward. And then from here, move, try one. See what that gives us. That puts us at minus 0.33. So I think we're going to do the two. So we move everything. Just like before, we do a condor or similar to before, and we end up in a position that's positive 1.24 delta, is up $577, is 16 days to expiration, and again, we're good to go until our next adjustment, so why don't we go ahead and see where that leads us. So we basically, from there, looks like we have exited the trade, so let me do this. So when we get to our exit day here, which is uh, the Thursday. This is the last day that they trade the monthly cycle options. And then they go overnight to expiration. And I would expire this trade. I wouldn't trade out of it. In the software, I have to trade out of it. But realistically, we would just let this go. Chances of us being under 1,700 on the following day would be pretty low. And for me, I wouldn't necessarily worry about it. And that being the case, we would just let this expire and it would have expired probably at around the 657 uh, level here. Uh, in the software, we had, do have to exit out of it, so we exit out. And that would leave us a profit of approximately $657 on our $5,000 plant capital, which is, I believe, somewhere around 13%. So that's month one in November was about 10, almost 11%. Month two was in the 13% range. Let's take a look at how our January expiration cycles and our February expiration cycles are doing. So let's jump back. And we should have our trade. So this is the same setup as we had before. We come in, we look at the asset price, we go about 20 points under the money, that's about 18.50, we do our short strikes, we do a 60 point lower wing, we do a 40 point upper wing, oops, we're two positive delta, we shift that to 50 points. Um, now it is possible you might do one and one, it depends on, on that, but in these cases we have to do both strikes. And this is going to be our entry position for our January expiration. So let's see how this trade has gone. So I'm just gonna go adjustment to adjustment. So next adjustment here. What ended up happening is we ended up getting a down move, which is different than the other trade, right? So one trade we're kind of fighting on the upside, the other trade we're fighting on the downside, which is, which, which is interesting, which is what's sometimes good about having them in at different times. But anyway, 
here we are, and we said our positive delta limit was 4, and our correction for positive delta is going to be to move this out. If we do that, that brings us to 252, and that brings us back within our guidelines. So let's just do that. And here is our position. Let's go to the following adjustment. So that was uh, 11 days after entry. So we've been in the position 11 days. We're actually down a little bit of money, but again, we're having some trouble to the downside. Implied volatility is not going with us. One of the things I always talk about is we do not trade theta as income traders. We actually trade implied volatility, and this is an example of that. Realistically, you would think maybe this trade might be up some money, but um, we've had implied volatility go against us. It only goes against you for so long, though. So let's go to next adjustment here. So what happened here is we went a few more days, right? So now we're 36 days to expiration. The market must have gone sideways a little bit here, right? Yeah, so we had, been, had a bit of a bounce in the marketplace, and then we started to sell off to the downside again. In that time frame, implied volatility actually went in our favor, and this is where we end up. We're up $235 now on our $5,000 plan capital, which is about almost 5%. We are positive 9.45 delta after this big down move for the day. And that being the case, we have to make an adjustment. We're going to try doing this and see what that brings us. You see, if I make that adjustment, I'm in what we call a symmetrical butterfly rather than a broken wing butterfly. And um, I'm still positive 7 delta. I can't really have that. So our adjustment for this particular trade when that happens is to roll back. So we're going to just close this position out by two butterfly orders. We'll close two different butterfly orders. And we're going to roll this back to what we call starting position or 1760. So let's do that. And we're going to make do the same process for entry. We're going to come in here. We're going to do a 60-point wing. We're going to check a 40-point wing. If we have to, we have to widen the wing out. And that was the case here. And we're looking at a 50-40 broken wing butterfly. Neutral delta in this case, uh, up $219. So let's go to next adjustment. So the market continued down on us here. And now we're two positive delta. So we're going to try to open this again. That actually puts us in range. So here is our adjustment. We are um, positive 3.15. If we go to Tuesday here, it's like we, we bounce. Let's just go to next adjustment. The 28th of December. What happens is the market's continuing to go down. So even though this is a bullish bias strategy, and even though the market's going down, we usually make out okay. We're up $367. We have too much positive delta here. We're going to do the same thing. We're going to take this 1810 to 1820, like so. And this puts us at 3.82 delta. That's within guidelines. So we're going to leave it there. Let's go to the following day. We get a 41-point-up move, and with that 41-point-up move, it puts us too much negative delta, and that happens from time to time. Sometimes we get chopped back and forth a little bit. What we're going to do is going to back out of that adjustment we did before, so we're going to sell this 18, 20, 18, 10 vertical here, and that's going to put us back in parameters. Minus 1.91 is good inside the tent, and then 
We have the 30th, looks like that. We have the first, we're good. The fourth, uh, we're good. The fifth, we're good. We're up $678 here on the fifth. And then today, we had a very, very big up move, and we're a bit of a high gamma position, so that's probably going to draw us down some. So let's just go live here. We are up 39 points. We're currently up $668, and we're way over our negative delta limit. So what's going to end up happening is we're going to end up having to make an adjustment here on this position uh, on this day, unless we pull back a little bit further into the close, which may happen. But uh, assuming we don't pull back, we'll have to make an adjustment here, and we'll be looking at doing something minus 1 plus 1. That's still not enough. We'd be adjusting back to here. So we would doing, be doing this vertical from 1820 to 1800, and that would put us into minus 2.4, which we're still inside our long strike. So that would be acceptable if, assuming we close here. Again, this may change. It might be a, just a smaller vertical. We may do nothing, um, or we may have to get a little bit more aggressive if the market really takes off into the close. But this is what we're doing. So the January trade, as you can see, is doing fantastically well. And then we also have on our February trade, which currently looks like this here. So let's just go back to the beginning with this position. Uh, actually, this trade had no adjustments. So we entered this trade on the 23rd. So let's just go back there. This was our February trade entry right here. And this has had no adjustments until today. And if you look at this today, as we showed you earlier, this position as of right now is minus 0.49 delta. We are, well, we're still technically inside of our long strike. So that's what I mean, outside the tent, inside our long strike. Our long strike's at, let's see, I believe we are. Our long, actually, we're a little bit outside our long strike. So that if we close this high, we may end up making a bit of an adjustment here on this, an up adjustment on the position. If not, we will not be. But this is where we stand up 142, uh, doing very, very well. And that is four consecutive months of this episode's winning trade and the 2022 winning trade of the year, the M3.4U strategy. If you love what you see, and who wouldn't, I invite you to come on over to LockInYourSuccess.com, that's L-O-C-K-E in your success.com, or TheWinningTrade.com, and discover how you too can follow along with this and many other great trading strategies as they unfold during our weekly options trading for income webinars that we hold with our Go membership. During those webinars, we have 12 different powerful dynamic trading strategies that we follow along and we track along every single month. Uh, we focus on four of those at a time, but we're always able to show you where any of 12 strategies are at any given time. And it's a fantastic, fantastic learning opportunity to understand how to trade these markets with these wonderful, powerful trading positions. Also, if you go to thewinningtrade.com, that's thewinningtrade.com, you can learn about upcoming winning trade presentations and explore past winning trades. And you can also receive free bonus material as well as access to our Trading for Success Blueprint, which is the process we use in our Go membership and Pro membership to bring traders to a professional level with their trading. 
And of course, while you're there, make sure you check out our free trading performance podcast where you can learn to skyrocket your trading results regardless of the type of trading you do. If you have any comments, questions, or anything else you'd like to see in the next winning trade, please feel free to post those in the forum. I love to hear from you, and I love to answer your questions personally. Thank you for joining me, and I look forward to seeing you on the next winning trade.